This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Zillow.com. Hey, podcast listeners, are you looking for ways to boost your business and expand your network? I want to encourage you to check out what advertising options are available to you on Zillow.com. If you haven't checked out Zillow in a while or maybe never have before, please send an email to keepingitreal at zillowgroup.com. That's keepingitreal at zillowgroup.com. And one of Zillow's team members will be in touch with you to see the options available in your market as well as learn about their new products and tools to help your business grow. Again, that email address is keepingitreal at zillowgroup.com. And now, on to the show. Hey, today on the show, this is a very exciting day for our podcast. So we're really super pleased to announce a new series called Insights with Zillow. Uh, now, we believe Zillow is at the forefront of the home buying and selling process here in the digital age. Uh, for example, currently Zillow is averaging 190 million unique visitors to their website every single month. That reach is incredible, and they have become experts uh, at buyer and seller behavior because of the sheer volume of users on their website. And this means they have insights based on hard data, uh, not just theory. And they're gonna talk about some of those insights here on our show, and we couldn't be more proud to have Zillow as our guest today. Uh, representing Zillow is Chris Lapp uh, from the Corporate Partnership Team. Now, I've personally known Chris for several years. He's a fantastic resource to listen to um, and also to help agents uh, take some of these Zillow insights to increase their overall real estate business. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about Chris before we get started. So Chris Lapp has been a with Zillow for four years and serves as corporate partnership manager. In this role, Chris works with some of the largest and most strategic real estate brokerages around the country to drive partnership opportunities with Zillow. Uh, Chris has a doctorate a degree in the field of communication and has years of experience coaching agents and brokers nationwide to implement best practices and strategies for online lead conversion. Uh, welcome to Keeping It Real, Chris. Uh, this is our first episode of Insights with Zillow. Thank you so much for joining us. DJ, it is an absolute privilege to be invited and join you all today and the listeners. And I've loved listening to the Keeping It Real podcast. So yeah, absolute pleasure to be here with you today. We're excited. Well, we, I have to tell the listeners that this really has gone a few years in the making. Um, so Chris is on the West Coast and Zillow has East Coast offices as well. And so several years ago, Zillow was kind enough to uh, to invite me out to to see their facility in New York City in Manhattan, which um, I never get invited to anything. So this is like a big, big deal for me. Uh, and I loved it. I had a wonderful time there. And I actually ran into somebody who who I had known on, from Zillow, uh, who I'd worked with years before, but we had sort of forgotten that we knew each other. And I said, Hey, by the way, um, I do this podcast. And I think we were just a couple years in and, and I said, it would sure. be really fun to have you on the show. And he's like, that's a great idea. And then through, you know, it's just getting busy. We both sort of dropped the ball on it. And we kind of forgot. And then you and I met, and yeah. then we've been talking about doing this for a long time. And I'm so, so honored to have you on here because you guys are, are obviously the king of, of just understanding what buyers and sellers want online and and then obviously providing um, insights to to the uh, agents that we have listening. So this is several years in the making. It's a really big deal for us. So thank you again. <laughs> it is. And, and I wish I could be 
at the Zillow Tower downtown Seattle with the gorgeous views of the city. But uh, alas, you have me uh, because of COVID times in my office at home. So it is what well, this it is. is. This is my office at work and there is nothing <laughs> fancy or special about it. Um, and normally, and this is embarrassing because Chris Chris actually looks nice for our people visit, viewing. They can see this. I am in um, uh, a, a, a like a, a short sleeve shirt. Chris is Chris is more <laughs> dressed up. So I promise to be more professional in future future episodes. I'm still not used to doing video, so like the idea of me getting uh, uh, on video is still awkward. But um, uh, what I would love to do first is to just talk about Zillow's growth, you know, how they started, um, why they started and sort of where they've come to today. And, and we, we all know as, as agents that Zillow touches, I don't know what percentage of real estate transactions out there, but it's gotta be a lot of them, if not most. Um, so we know just how powerful Zillow is, but I'd love to find out sort of how Zillow started. Sure. Well, you know, uh, for most of us, Zillow is just one of those household names, right? Uh, we all kind of know it, but uh, you know, many of us don't know the backstory of kind of how it got started. So uh, as a little bit of history, Zillow was officially founded in 2006. Um, and the founders, uh, Rich Barton and Lloyd Frank, they had left Microsoft years prior and they had successfully built Expedia, which uh, you know, sure. it's a, a good thing to have on a resume. Uh, and you know, they were looking for their next adventure and you know, what was next. And, uh, it was a a few years ago in an all ham company, all hands meeting that they shared the story of how they came up with the idea of Zillow. And it was truly fascinating. So, uh, they shared that they had locked themselves in a high rise office tower, downtown Seattle, and, you know, were whiteboarding their next idea for what they could do. And if I recall correctly, one of them was actually looking at finding a home at the time and found that, you know, there was no easy way to access, uh, you know, information for the public, uh, public records of homes in the areas. And they just found the whole process uh, just difficult. And uh, as they were kind of pacing around the office, you know, they had these big, huge windows looking out over the city. And one of them, I can't remember who it was, it was Richard Lloyd, they, they looked out over the sweeping view of the Seattle skyline and saw Queen Anne Hill neighborhood. It's a big uh, hill just north of the city and they have gorgeous, beautiful homes on it. And, and one of them remarked, you know, they said, you know, I've always wanted to know what the homes on Queen Anne are worth. Right. And... Uh, as I'm sure all of us at one time, you know, walking through different neighborhoods, you know, taking sure. evening stroll, right? We kind of wonder, man, what's going on with these houses? And uh, it was that curiosity and that, that kind of sparked the flame that eventually became what we know today as Zillow. So uh, some of us have, you know, many people have asked, they say, okay, well, how did he come about with the name, right? What's up with yeah. Zillow, right? Right. Um, you know, and some people say, okay, you know, it rhymes with pillow. And so, you know, you think of home, you know, you think of laying your head on your pillow. Uh, some also think it comes from the Dr. Seuss book. Uh, you know, I have two kids, so there's a, it's a book, there's a walk it in my pocket. And okay. if you read kids, uh, read the kids, you're going to know that there's a, a Zillow on the pillow. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but honestly, uh, there's never been like a clear story laid out for how the name came <laughs> about. So, you know, I, I guess, I guess in some ways we'll never know, but uh, I, I will say this though, you know, the early years of Zillow, 
looked much different than it does today, right? I mean, early, early on, Zillow didn't have listings. Instead, it was simply a place to come look up the public information on homes. And as time went on, we started adding listings and the Zestimate, right? The all famous Zestimate. Sure. And consumers absolutely fell in love with having this information at their fingertips. It's something they didn't know they wanted until they saw it. And then they realized, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I want. And traffic to the site grew rapidly. Um, and you know, as traffic grew, uh, we eventually launched advertising where agents could advertise and receive connections right from prospective sure. buyers. So uh, you know, that's kind of how it started. It, ultimately, just kind of giving that 30,000 foot view I'm missing obviously a lot of important details, but it kind of gives you a sense of where Zillow began. And in a lot of ways, it will give you a kind of a sense of where it's going moving forward, right? Uh, the initial platform that we grew, uh, we kind of internally, we call Zillow 1.0. And now we're moving into what we're calling Zillow 2.0. And you know, I'm thinking that's something obviously you and I are gonna kind of hit on a little bit more in our conversation. But yeah, just to give you a little bit of the background, that's how Zillow began uh, a Zillow on my pillow. Who, who would have thought? Well, and it's it's interesting too, because I think the Zestimate was really the main differentiator between right. other websites that were aggregating listing data. Um, that right. was really something that, that I don't recall any other site having maybe they did and i don't remember but it certainly right. didn't take off the way zestimate has and and you know I was, I was talking about this with our agents uh this morning i was doing a training and i was saying a really this this is a really ap very uh, apt to what you were just mentioning which was i was talking about that i get a postcard every month in the mail from a really successful real estate agent in chicago who targets the building i live in i live in a high-rise and every month sure. and it's so brilliant and it's exactly really what Zillow does. But what he does is he sends a postcard and it says, here are the homes that have sold in the building in the last yep. couple of months. And here's what's currently on the market in the building. So instantly, without asking, I could just go to my, um, you know, once a month, I get it in my mailbox, I can see exactly approximately what my place is worth and what other places are worth, or at least what's on the market. And, yeah. and, and, you know, that's, that's somebody proactively sending it to me. But if, if I was out of that, not in the industry, I would be going to Zillow for that information. Um, and I do go to right. Zillow for that information even today, um, right. because you're so well connected to the MLS, uh, MLS services. And it's, it's right. wonderful to be able to get that, that data, which used to be under lock and key that was behind right. the paywall of the agent. And I've always thought that this is freed up agents time to be able to focus on, you know, servicing their clients much better instead of just providing this hard data that now is so easily available. I think it's such a wonderful thing for agents. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100%. Uh, it's something that I use. I use all the time, right? I said going on walks in the evening and I want to, I want to learn about a house that I'm walking past. Right. Sure. So in many ways, it's just become part of the fabric of our culture in, in America. Yeah. Well, I'd love to also hear uh, Zillow as a platform. We we know how it how it supports buyers and sellers. We know that that everyone who is interested in buying or selling home, or maybe not everyone, but almost everyone, is going to going to visit Zillow and, and learn more. But right. also, this is something that that you know our audience is mostly agents, and we want to talk about how Zillow helps agents. So, well, I want to specifically ask you know as a platform, why is why is Zillow something agents should really be engaged with? 
Right. Well, you know, I think a good starting point for that, uh, for an agent is the consumer, right? Yeah. So for a plethora of reasons, consumers love Zillow, right? I mean, we've established that, uh, you know, latest statistics you mentioned, we have over 190 million unique visitors to our sites. So every month. to put that every <laughs> yeah. month, unique visitors, right? So to yeah. put that in perspective, there's give or take 360 million people combined US Canada. So you have over 50% of the total population of North America that right. visits a Zillow site at least once every month. So by far, it's the most visited site in the industry. And you know, specifically for agents and really in any industry, right? But, but especially one that revolves around advertising, uh, agents want to ensure they're getting in front of as many consumers as possible. You know, and especially now in a COVID world, where the virtual front door has never been as important as it is now. Uh, I mean, it's huge. And I, I know that so many of us are tired, we're fatigued of hearing about COVID every day, but the reality is COVID has fundamentally changed the industry, right? Whether we like it or not. And it's shifted a lot of our priorities around. And you know, as we all know, the idea of home has never been as important as it is now. Uh, and you know, I can say even internally at Zillow, COVID has shifted around some of our initiatives, right? So for instance, uh, improving our 3D home app, uh, that was on the list, but it was not at the very top of the list, right? And we had to quickly pivot to shift and make it top priority because uh, the 3D home tool app, that's one of the most powerful tools that we can equip agents with to help the consumer because that's how consumers are now viewing homes. That's their first impression is that 3D home tour. Yeah, I've I've been interviewing top agents, especially I interviewed a lot of them during the stay at home order that most of the country was facing. And I was shocked, um, but not totally surprised, um, uh, shocked and and not surprised at the same time, how many of these top agents were selling homes sight unseen that were yeah. literally just walking people through a virtual tour, or maybe the agent yeah. was going to the location if they were allowed to and, and doing a FaceTime sort of thing with the client. Um, but but we I interviewed um, a gentleman from, uh, from Palm Beach who closed a $3 million home a client never had visited the property, a three million dollar right. property. He, he he was even surprised. But that is the that is the new normal. It's it's not uh, going to be a the the vast majority of sales are not going to go that way. Hopefully, um, because people are going to be more free to move about. Uh, we we hope right. as things get better. But it certainly right. is happening. And so um, Zillow is a great tool. And you were yeah having a three D uh, option um, to be able to visit those is is crucial right now. Yeah, absolutely crucial. You know, I would say to agents that if you have listings on Zillow and you don't have a 3D uh, home tour, download the 3D home app that we have. And you, there's simple steps. You can take the 3D home tour. You can shoot it on your phone. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very basic thing that is really, you know, helping gain traction right now, especially during COVID times. And for all of our listeners, we will provide a link to that app so uh, you can explore that and 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 use that in your listings. Um, I would also, you know, we, we talked earlier, you know, you mentioned Zillow has a very loyal customer base yeah. uh, when yeah. it comes to people using your platform and the app. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the, the loyal the consumer base there? Yeah. So, uh, you know, in our uh, Q2 company all hands meeting, there was a, a fascinating little stat that we gave. Uh, so get this, in May, more people Googled the word Zillow than the term real estate. 
Wow. And I, I know that that's a silly stat, but really ultimately what it does is it illustrates that agents have such a great opportunity to benefit and capitalize on the loyal customer base that Zillow has spent so much time, energy, and resources growing over the last 10 plus years, right? So, so really, more than anything, this is an opportunity for agents to partner with something that we already have the traffic, it's already there, right? So partner with us, find ways to engage with us so that some of that traffic can flow to you. Earlier today, I had an agent who came in to, uh, or who was talking to me, who, who one of our agents, and she said, hey, do you know any agents in the Phoenix, Arizona area? Um, I, I'm in downtown Chicago. I have visited Phoenix many times, but I do not know even one agent. We're a small family owned local company in Chicago. We're not a franchise firm. We're not, we're not in that, uh, in that area. We're just here locally. And so I said, you know, I don't, I said, you have two options. I said, we have 700 realtors at our firm. So we have a private Facebook group, post what you're looking for. Maybe somebody knows somebody in Phoenix. And I said, and assuming nobody does know anyone, go to Zillow and look at the reviews of all the top agents and you will get a sense. And it is how my parents found their agent in um, North Myrtle beach when they sold uh, their property. Uh, They said, do you know anyone? I said, I don't know anyone in North Myrtle beach and they used Zillow. Um, And so, you know, agents are even using it for referrals um, because it is such a trusted source that, and and we know that consumers, the loyalty to the consumer, the consumers are writing reviews on the agents. And so, you know, that's also another great reason why agents should be really, really um, involved in their own, their own profile on Zillow to make sure that they're represented effectively by, by their customers. Yep. Yep. 100%. It's going to be, it's so important to engage and have a vital, you know, vibrant profile on Zillow. Yep. And and we can definitely talk more about that in, in future uh, episodes of, of how to do that yeah. and, and why it's important. But from your vantage yeah. point, you know, has, has Zillow developed, it, how has Zillow developed rather in the past several years to better serve agents and consumers? Before you answer, I, I just want to say that I actually sat through a presentation about a year ago when Zillow 2.0 was, was in its infancy, I believe. And right, I got to right. see some of the slides uh, they came uh, to Chicago. I was, I was, uh, they were kind enough to invite me and I, and I was really, really impressed. Um, but would love to, to hear from you sort of what's changed, what is changing, um, and how they're better serving the agent community and also the consumers. Yeah. So this is really where the shift from Zillow 1.0 to Zillow 2.0 that I mentioned earlier, that's really where this comes into play. Right. So, you know, in many ways we're moving away from trying to partner with every single agent and we're starting to put more of an emphasis on partnering with the best agents. Yeah. So, you know, we have built out an entirely new program that solely focuses on finding the best agents on Zillow. Those who delight yeah. consumers, uh, who reach out about a property that they viewed on our sites. And, and we call this, many agents have heard about it, but we call it best of Zillow, right? Yeah. And best of Zillow, this is anonymous surveys completed by consumers who get connected with an agent on Zillow who happens to be advertising with us. So this is how the scoring system works. And I think it's pretty important that people understand this. So if an agent has an average score of 90 or above, that's what we consider best of Zillow. Think like world-class service 
top 10% agent. And if an agent becomes best of Zillow, they get a badge, a special badge we put right on their profile so that consumers can see that. And we recognize them for their superior service. The score of 86 is what we consider kind of middle of the road or average. And something that doesn't get mentioned much, but is something that we are definitely committed to is what internally we call the worst of Zillow. And these are the agents who after a three month grace period still cannot meet the minimum average score of a 73. So 73 or lower for three months, we part ways. Their money right. is not good with us. So, uh, you know, as an illustration of Zillow 2.0, we really consider the best of Zillow one of the most important recent developments, right? I mean, think about it this way. Zillow has a massive and loyal consumer base. But if those consumers reach out to agents who are not providing them a delightful experience, the consumer is often going to blame Zillow. Of right? course, sure. And, and for us, you know, the consumer, we've really, you know, planted our flag and said the consumer is our true north. And we're going to do everything that we can to ensure that they have a great and delightful experience on Zillow. So again, that's just an example of the shift of Zillow 1.0 to Zillow 2.0. We're really, we're really putting an emphasis on the consumer's uh, experience on our site. Yeah, it doesn't help Zillow or the consumer to match them up with an agent that has repeatedly shown that they are not um, meeting your uh, standards um, based on those those right. surveys. And it doesn't help anyone. Um, so no. it's, it's in everyone's no. best interest to find the best of the best. And the good news is, is anybody can achieve that. Um, as right. long as, as an individual business owner, which I believe most agents are, or should think of themselves as, as they are running a business. And, you know, right. for example, I know, we, we do anonymous surveys here at our own company um, to, and, and we say, please tell us what are we doing well? What are we not doing well? And, and it is so important for us to get that data because quite honestly, we we believe, you know, we're doing a great job in a particular uh the subset of, of running our business and we're supporting agents correctly and giving them the right training. And then we find out we are, wow, we are really missing this one thing and we didn't know right. about it. Um, and it, it's what the data we use to improve. So um, right. this is obviously something Zillow wants, wants to partner with, uh, with agents that are going to take care of their customers, um, right. which well, makes perfect sense. And think of it this way, right? I mean, uh, I mean, look, we all have blind spots, right? None of us are perfect. And the reality is feedback, if we allow it to be, can be an incredible gift for us, right? And sometimes in these surveys, you know, agents have blind spots they're not able to see, but right. those are illuminated in the surveys and the agents can make shifts to become better, right? right? So in a lot of ways, this is a great gift of feedback that we're offering the industry of saying, look, this is someone's experience. I mean, you can argue all day whether, you know, it was this or that or the other, but sure. you can't argue someone's experience, right? right? And that was their experience. And in a lot of ways, again, great feedback to make agents better and better. And, you know, we know that Zillow, of course, offers paid advertising or lead generation programs. Sure. Um, but what are the things agents can do for free um, that mm. would possibly help their business or that Zillow would be able to help them with their business? Right. So three, three things I want you to consider, have the listeners consider is, uh, free profiles, 
reviews on those profiles and past sales. So if you visit Zillow.com and you look at the banner at the top of the page, you're gonna see a link titled Agent Finder. And if you click that, anyone can search for an agent, those paying as well as those not paying for advertising. And they can search for an agent right there on the Agent Finder tool. And here's the great part about it, is that agents are not ranked in the Agent Finder by how much money they spend with us. Right. Instead, agents are listed in the order of sales and reviews that they have on their profile in a particular zip code that the consumer is searching in. So this means that you can get leads in your Zillow inbox with spending $0. And also, if you're the listing agent and you have a strong profile and it's connected to your listing, I mean, people are getting leads in their inboxes every day and they're not spending a dime on Zillow. Yeah, that, that's very true. I, I have, I, I mean, I talk to top agents uh, every week on this podcast. Some of them um, spend money with Zillow, others don't, but they all talk about have how important it is to have that profile, to have a number of reviews uh, showcasing mm-hmm. your talents, to ask for them in an un- unbiased way uh, for your clients and, and just how critical. And every person I've ever interviewed says every one of my clients goes to Zillow. <laughs> and, and they probably yeah. are also going there to check you out as well and see, you know, right. what other clients have right. said. Um, I mean, we, we think of this too with, uh, with all of, you know, at our company, with our reviews on Google, Facebook, Yelp, um, right. you know, reviews are just so important and Zillow is that hub. Uh, obviously there's yeah. other review sites as well, like some of the ones I just mentioned, but Zillow is probably the number one spot for real estate reviews. So can you talk a little bit about how real estate reviews or how, how consumer reviews work on Zillow and right. how agents can get more of those? Yeah. So Let me just clarify something. Uh, There's a difference between the anonymous customer satisfaction surveys, and those are only sent out to those who are paying advertisers with us. And then profile reviews, which with any agent, paying or non-paying, can request a client to write. So specifically discussing profile reviews that any agent can request a client to write. A couple things. We've found that agents who ask for a Zillow review from their client early and set the expectations up front about just how important those reviews are to them, those are the agents that tend to get the most reviews. And, you know, another point to note about reviews, and this is something that most agents don't take advantage of, is that as an agent, you are actually given the opportunity to publicly respond to reviews on your agent profile page. So most agents don't know that, but it's very similar to Yelp, right? So when you search a restaurant, right? You scroll down, you're reading some of the reviews and you see on some of them that the actual, the restaurant actually responded to the consumer, yeah. right? On Zillow, you get the same opportunity. And think of this as free advertising space that many agents never utilize. So, you know, some agents have actually gotten really smart and creative with this space. Like for example, right? If a reviewer says something uh, nice, but kind of generic, right? Like, thank you so much uh, for helping us buy this home. It was a great experience. And it's great, but it's not saying much to, you know, someone who could be looking to work with them, right? So being able to respond with something to the effect of, you know, hey, thanks so much for your kind words. I'm glad I was able to utilize my expertise by creatively building an offer that got you into your dream home, right there, you've highlighted your expertise 
And you've done so by utilizing the free space on your Zillow profile. And it's something that can help set you apart from other agents. And let's be honest, uh, being able to see the agent respond and engage with somebody who wrote a review, it gives you more of the sense of the agent's personality. And it can be a great, a great selling point. We, we do this as well. So the vast majority of our company reviews uh, for um, for consumers actually come through Google um, because mm-hmm. as we're a brokerage, we're, we're not individual agents, although our agents uh, get, get all their reviews on Zillow. Um, and as we're able right. to reply, Yelp is, does the same thing. And we're able to reply. And what it does is it, it number one, humanizes the company to say, oh, they're, they're yeah. not this 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 faceless, nameless thing, they are actually monitoring this. And especially if someone had a less than positive experience, which absolutely, of course, happens. And we're able to right. respond in a way that is is compassionate, empathic, um, you know, non-argumentative, yeah. but validating, hey, I am sorry we let you down here, um, but, you know, please let us know how we can correct and fix and we'll learn from this. And even if you know you have an, uh, a review that's not ideal, um, you can still go in and 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 have a thoughtful response that people are going to see and say, "Well, you know, like nobody's perfect, of course, and and who knows who was right or wrong." But but this was right. a the, you can see the personality of the person who responds and how they handle right. adversity, um, and right. and I think that's really important as well to be able to get the sense of do I want to work with that person or not? It's like, well, it looks like that yep. one client didn't have the best experience. But boy, that agent wrote a pretty thoughtful response. Right. And we've seen that a lot. And in fact, I have heard countless stories of people reaching out to somebody who, you know, the agent was, you know, all upset because they had a bad review, but they actually reached out, the consumer reached out to an agent because of that bad review and the way that the agent responded, right? I think the initial gut response is to, you know, knee-jerk responses to, want to, you know, yeah. defend ourselves, right? Sure. But, you know, sometimes falling on our swords and, you know, and being gracious about it, uh, I, I think can really actually lend people to want to work with you. You know, in fact, you have to think of it this way. I know this sounds funny, but, you know, everyone wants that perfect 5.0 sure. rating, right? Five out of five stars. But yeah. let's be honest, if you see two restaurants and right. one restaurant has five, you know, five stars and the other one has 4.87 stars, you're going to look at the five point star and go, something seems odd about this, right? Not yes, everybody's going to have a perfect experience, right? right. And all of a sudden right. you see that 4.78 or, and you're going, oh, I want to go there really bad, right? Right. So yeah, it, seem, it seems more ways, legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. It seems more legitimate. Exactly. Right. So everyone recognizes that not everybody is going to like you. And not everyone's going to have a perfect experience with everybody. But again, it's all in how you engage and how you respond. What are some other tips for agents for building their profiles on Zillow? If you have any ideas of things they can do. So something that I have seen happen fairly frequently, it's you you really want to make sure that A, your profile has a picture, right? Make sure your profile has a picture and make sure your email address associated with your MLS is connected to your Zillow profile. Right. That way that you can ensure your profile is connecting to your listings on Zillow. Sometimes an agent will have a great profile, but their MLS email address is not connected to their profile. So listing agents show the default shadow avatar that we have on Zillow instead of being connected to an actual profile. So 
you really want to make sure all your email addresses, I think you can have up to five email addresses linked to your Zillow profile. You want to make sure all of those email addresses are connected to your Zillow profile. So you can make sure you're connected to, to all your listings and make sure that your past sales are added. And really, and, and if you find that some of your past sales are not added, you want to go through, you know, audit your past sales on your profile. You can add them from the beginning of time uh, and just make sure that they're all there. And if they're not, you know, you can go ahead and add them manually. You want to make sure that you're getting all the credit for your hard work. Yeah. And I apologize. I, I want to go, I'm going to go back for seven, just to reviews for one moment. Cause I just remembered something I wanted to mention. Um, so back yeah. to reviews for just a sec for everyone sure. out there who is a dot loop user. And that is probably a vast majority of our listeners. Cause we use dot loop at our company. Most firms use it as an e-signature platform. Um, you may be using DocuSign. Uh, dot loop is, is another option. We, uh, we, we, that's, we've been dot loop users forever, but there is a really cool integration with dot loop and Zillow for specifically getting reviews. So if you're not familiar, go just when you log into to dot loop, you'll see there's a thing that says, add your Zillow profile, add, ask for Zillow reviews. And you can do it right from the loop itself, which is so cool. And most, probably most of our agents don't even know you could do that. So um, right. if you're a dot loop user, definitely check that out. It's a great way to get reviews. So anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, thanks DJ. Great point. Yeah. But I do want to talk about the advertising programs because obviously agents know that Zillow has advertising. Um, can you talk, yeah. just give us a high level overview of what those options are? Yeah. So think three main buckets for agents. Okay. So two buckets are going to be invitation only. And one is join on your own. So to start with the join on your own, we have Zillow premier agent, which gives agents the opportunity to pay for advertising. And as they close deals at the highest rates you know, and provide that best consumer experience, they have the possibility of being invited to participate in either one of the two remaining buckets. And that would be Zillow Flex Select Partners or Zillow Offers. So to start with Zillow Flex Select Partners, this is the advertising program we have. We've done several different iterations of it in different areas, but this is the program where instead of paying upfront for connections, Agents pay when they close. And as many people know, that last bucket, the Zillow offers bucket, that's gonna focus on our iBuyer program and seller leads. So, you know, we've had people ask us, you know, why Flex Select and Offers are invite-only programs? And, and think of it this way. You know, Amazon is never going to make someone a preferred vendor without first selling their product and making sure the product and the availability to deliver it were both excellent, right? And so for those in these programs, they have really shown their remarkable ability to close online connections and provide that world-class service. So, uh, you know, for those wondering how they can work to potentially be considered for one of those programs, you know, my best recommendation would be to join Zillow Premier Agent and start showing what you can do, start showing that great conversion rate as well as that world-class service. And, and the flex program for those that are invited in is a, uh, a, a non, um, upfront pay service. It is a, yeah. uh, Zillow, you, you compensate Zillow when the transaction closes a certain percentage of the transaction, yeah. which, which is a, a very fair proposition considering you yeah. guys are generating the lead and passing that through, um, to the best agents who you think will provide yeah. the best service to those consumers. Yeah, correct. 
I would also love, so you mentioned the third bucket, the, the iBuyer bucket. Um, can we talk a little bit about that? And, and we, cause iBuyer programs, they, they've been in the news for many years now. Um, you know, agents have uh, varying re responses to them emotionally. Some like it, some don't like it. Um, sure. but everyone's probably not as well versed as they should be. So I'd, I just love, would love to know more about how that program works. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we are in this unique era of American history and American culture. And as we all know, we are in an on-demand digital world, right? And consumers expect everything to happen quickly and they expect it to happen at their convenience. And again, for us, the consumer is the North Star, right? And so we're saying, how can we engage and help the consumer? Uh, you know, think of Amazon Prime delivery. I know, especially during COVID times, I've used Amazon Prime like every day. Yeah. And products are, you know, showing up at your doorstep within two hours of purchasing them on your phone, right? right. And I, I know it might sound funny, but whether we like it or not, these consumer expectations, they don't stop at the shores of real estate, right? I mean, uh, these this is the culture in which we live in, right? This is just what people want. And home sellers want to sell on their schedules. That's what we're finding. And, and, and buyers expect that same seamless shopping experience and they want it now. Right. And Zillow really believes that companies who can provide that high quality on-demand experience for consumers are the ones that will succeed. Uh, and the company that can pull it together in a delightful, joyous end-to-end -end experience from selling to buying, financing, and doing it all from your phone, those are really the ones that we think will win. So when it comes to iBuying, uh, we think that brand trust gives us a huge advantage, right? I mean, Zillow is already that starting point for most American home shoppers. Uh, and no matter how someone ends up selling their home, consumers know that Zillow can help. So, you know, with regards to iBuying, we find that, you know, 64% of sellers are also simultaneously looking to buy. Sure. And, you know, sellers love the speed. They love the transparency of working with a brand they trust and agents and brokers have made those valuable connections to those seller leads that we have. So, you know, with regards to iBuying, I guess you could say uh, in a word, Zillow offers the business is doing great. Uh, you know, as, as, a, as a stat, in 2019, we sold, uh, I think it was 4,300 homes just north of that. And we wow. purchased just north of 6,500 homes. Yeah, and so the, the program continues to grow. And yeah, we're, we're currently active in, I think, I'm not mistaken, 24 markets across the country. That's that's amazing. So if I understand correctly, if if you end up selling a home for an eight for for a, an iBuyer uh, or, or for a client that, yeah. that uses the iBuyer program, then it's possible that you will pass that lead on when they're purchasing a property to somebody who is in that invite only best of Zillow category. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. Yep. Those providing that best consumer experience. That's, that's amazing. So you're in to 24 markets. Um, are, do yeah. you plan, is that going to continue to expand? Obviously, um, I, I, you know, I imagine it, it is expanding. Um, do you anticipate being yeah. in, in more states by the end of the, or more markets by the end of the year or? Yeah. I mean, th that's the goal. Um, so, yeah. And then how, how can that program, uh, and I think we just talked about it, but as far as it benefiting the local agent, is that the case that you'll be able to make that connection on that consumer's next purchase? Is that, that's the benefit? Exactly. Yep. Yep. You're exactly right. 
Boy, I would love to uh, for I would love to get a free lead uh, based on uh, my success <laughs> with my previous clients. Right. I mean, it's it's really right. a remarkable opportunity. Um, are there any as we're wrapping up? Any other as, aspects of Zillow that agents should know about before we sort of close out? Sure. Well, look, DJ, thanks so much for bringing me on. I'll, I'll say that right. Uh, this has been an absolute pleasure and privilege. I look forward to joining you more. Sure. Uh, but but to close, you know, I really want to emphasize what I mentioned earlier. All right, Zillow is transitioning from Zillow 1.0 to Zillow 2.0. And this means that more than ever before, we're focusing on partnering with that high converting customer focused agent uh, who can deliver that world-class experience, uh, be those top converters and scale their business with high connection volumes from our site. So uh, I, I guess I'll leave the listeners with this, that for those who are interested to learn more about what opportunities are available in your market specifically, we have created a special email link for the Keeping It Real podcast listeners to reach out to. And this is the way that you can virtually raise your hand and say, you know, I'm interested to see what opportunities are in my area. So you can go ahead and email keepingitreal at zillowgroup.com. Again, that's keeping it real at zillowgroup.com. You know, maybe you have advertised with us in the past, maybe not, but it never ever hurts to see what's possible for you in your area and to learn about the advances uh, in our products. So again, DJ, thanks so much for having me. I look forward to coming back soon and sharing more of our learnings with, uh, with you and your audience. Yeah, we want to remind everyone to learn more about Zillow and to see what advertising opportunities may exist. And I will tell you, I have seen some of the customized reporting that they can do to show you what opportunities exist. You will be absolutely shocked because they can break it down by zip code, by area. And really, they can say, you know, there's a lot of leads coming into this one particular area and we don't have a lot of coverage there. And so, you know, they're, they're able to do it's really, really cool. So I encourage everyone everyone who's listening, just to check it out. So email keepingitreal at zillowgroup.com to, to learn more. Um, of course, download the app, which, which we'll be posting a link to for the 3D um, virtual tour. Also, uh, make sure your profile is connected to, your, to the same email as your MLS. And um, if you're a .loop user, ask for reviews. You'll see that integration there or call your .loop uh, customer rep and they'll show you how to do that. Um, and just you know, make sure your profile is, is up and at them. And, and what I really want to encourage all of our listeners as we're wrapping up to please do is to email us your Zillow questions. Let us know what you want Chris to cover in future episodes. So the easiest way to do that, well, I guess you could email it to the keeping it real at zillowgroup.com, although that might overwhelm uh, Chris's uh, team. Um, so feel free to email us directly. So the, the actually even easier way to do it, visit our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. We have a contact form. You can find us there, shoot us a, a question, whatever you want to know more about Zillow. Um, let us let, let us know what you want to talk about in future episodes. And also please follow us on Facebook. Um, that's all. You can also send us comments there, uh, but it's facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. All right, Chris, I will let you get back to your, to your busy, uh, busy day uh, out in Seattle. And um, thank you again. This has really been a huge honor for us to have you on the show and uh, to have you represent Zillow, which is, um, you know, we're such big fans of um, that. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode on behalf of the audience. 
Chris, we, we say thanks. And on behalf of Chris and myself, we want to thank the audience for, for listening or watching uh, this episode. Uh, please tell a friend, think of one other agent that's looking to go to the next level and could benefit from having heard this great interview with Chris from Zillow. Send them a link to the show and, and help them take their business to the next level. And uh, Chris, we'll see you on the, on the next episode. And uh, thanks again. Awesome. Thanks so much, DJ. Absolute pleasure.